interest in private equity continues to grow, not least among small and mid-sized limited partners. According to BlackRock's latest survey of family offices, more than half intend to increase their exposure to the asset class, driven primarily by the need to make up for the moribund performance of fixed income. I'm Rod James, a reporter with Secondaries Investor, and in this episode of Spotlight, we'll look at whether the well-trodden path of portfolio construction, which starts by investing in secondaries, is the right one. Secondaries funds are highly diversified and therefore considered less risky. Investing in mature funds means more immediate exits, in turn, meaning quick money back. This helps mitigate the J-curve experienced at the start of PE programs when fees are rushing out and distributions have yet to come in. A recently published book aimed at helping small and mid-sized LPs incorporate alternatives into their portfolios challenges this view. In Asset Allocation and Private Markets, a guide to investing with private equity, private debt, and private real assets, the researchers modeled the return profile of a private equity portfolio with a three-year investment period in several scenarios. They found that investing in secondaries actually reduces the amount of capital at work because distributions from secondaries funds come back too quickly. The consequence of the secondaries is that you get an upfront exposure. That's Cyril Damaria, consultant, academic, and co-author of the book. But this upfront exposure often leads you to early distributions. And the cash drag might be reduced in the sense that you have this deployment, but then it's somehow creeping back because the distributions cannot be reinvested immediately. And if they do, they might be just parked like your uh, commitments were parked until they were called. And so that was the biggest surprise here. The researchers also found that the opportunistic nature of secondaries and the fact that stakes were often bought at a discount means it's sometimes difficult to put large amounts of capital to work in the strategy. So you, you get this nav, which is very nice because you bought it cheaper, but then it doesn't necessarily mean that you deploy as much capital as you were expecting. And so ultimately, yes, you could mitigate to some extent the early part of the J-curve. Bernard Engelian, head of European Secondary Capital Advisory and Investment Bank Greenhill, begs to differ. He believes that the rapid development of the secondaries market means that many of the assumptions behind the research, such as the buyer's preference for mature buyout stakes and for buying at a discount, no longer hold. So if a secondary manager you know, does deals today, they may include tail end positions, which are sometimes you know, 10, 15 years old. They may include funds which are you know, just coming out of their investment period, meaning that they are five, six years old. Uh, and they may also include uh, early secondaries, which you know uh, I would say have been uh, very much in demand over the past twelve months. I think you know those are funds who are maybe uh, you know two three years old and uh, maybe twenty thirty forty percent funded. And so I think if you take all of this into account, you actually get a much more diversified profile uh, of underlying assets and and cash flows. The fundamentals of the market are shifting again. The rise of GP-led deals, particularly single-asset processes, offers secondaries investors concentrated exposure to individual assets, the antithesis of what the market was designed to do. Some secondaries firms, such as ICG, only do these concentrated deals. Others have stuck to the path of building highly diversified portfolios, 
with the aim of offering quick money back. This may again force a change in the way that LPs view their allocations. There is obviously an overlap uh, also with their co-investment programs, especially if you look at single asset deals. And uh, I think that will certainly lead to new ways of looking at asset allocation between, let's say, direct investments in funds, you know, buyout funds, venture funds, uh, credit funds, other funds. And on the other hand, the allocation between secondaries and co-investments. And I think increasingly, probably, as you know, the GP-led share of the market uh, is at around 50% today, probably there will be a more integrated approach also between uh, you know, these GP-led transactions and the co-investment allocation. So if not investing in secondaries, what, according to Damaria's research, are the key things for LPs to consider when building out their exposure to private equity? Are there any hard and fast rules? Lesson one, he says, is the old adage. You don't try and time the market. Other findings were more surprising. The other thing that we discovered is that if, contrary to conventional wisdom, actually on this one, if you deploy over seven years, actually you might be better off than over five years. And that sounds completely crazy until you realize that you might simply catch up with different cycles. And so over a seven-year period, actually you might have different pace of exposure and the one which happened later is not necessarily uh, the weak one or the poor one or, or the little one. It's actually over time rewarding to deploy systematically over seven years. The Mario also came to the conclusion that overcommitting to funds in order to maximize the amount of money you have in the ground is not as risky as was feared in the past. The overcommitment actually can be used to a fair amount of uh, overall uh, commitment and without actually creating any uh, specific risk. This was a big surprise. I remember vividly when I started 20 years ago, overcommitment was a no-no because we were always thinking, oh, what happens if you know they ask us for an extra euro and we don't have it on the balance sheet? Wh- what we realized is that with a diversified program, and that's the big of course, assumption, the chances are very low. You can actually model that. That again was Cyril Damaria and Bernard Engelian. If you want to hear more episodes of Spotlight, you can check us out wherever you listen to podcasts or at PEI's various titles online. I'm Rod James with Secondaries Investor. Thanks for listening. <laughs>